I have decided uh, in in Yellowstone fashion, I'm going to call him grandson. Oh. <laughs> and then when he's old enough, he's going to call me grandfather. Grandfather. Yep. Grandfather. Because that's respect right there. That is. That's <laughs> Force it on him. Hell at yeah. Age. Grandson. Have you watched that Jellystone? Oh, my God. I love it. It's so good. You just called it Jellystone? Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're talking... Oh, I was talking Yellowstone. about... Yellowstone. I was talking about Jellystone, the cartoon on HBO Max. No. What? Yeah. No. It has all of the characters you grew up with, like Snagglepuss and Huckleberry Hound and Yogi Bear, but it's like a current comic, like cartoon. Yogi Bear's a doctor, and Boo Boo's his assistant, and his girlfriend, whatever her name was, she's the nurse. And then, like, the Huckleberry Hound is the mayor of Jellystone Town. Captain Caveman's in it. Jabberjaw's in it. All the fucking Hanna-Barbera guys are in this. It's on HBO. It is hilarious. You are drunk. This is not a thing. It is a thing. What? <laughs> it is a total thing. Me and Oscar have been watching it. Is oh. it is, it's good for kids? Yeah, it's, it's made for kids, but there's funny jokes for adults. Plus really? we Yeah, plus we grew up with the with the characters. All of them. Yeah, it's got Top Cat, it's got the octopus dude. I mean, anything Hanna-Barbera is in it. That it, was in the uh, the race and all that. Remember they used to do the... Oh, the, yeah. Yeah, that, yeah, that? Yeah. Are you recording this? Yeah. Inspired by the adventures of our nurses, therapists, and techs, A Beer with Atlas is the only healthcare-traveling, craft-beer-drinking podcast. Each week, we'll open a few beers, talk about the brewery and the style of beer, and then dive into some research curated specifically for each episode. In the end, we hope each one sounds like a conversation you'd have with your friends while enjoying a few cold ones. Prost, and welcome to another episode of A Beer with Atlas. I'm Rich. Eek. Uh, I'm Brian. Uh... Dolan's here. <laughs> cool. Didn't know what to do with that. No. <laughs> I was going German. Oh, okay. Uh, 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 danke. Bitte. Schön. I believe that's, yeah, that's thank you, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Okay, well, there mm-hmm. you go. Uh, my grandpa was, you know, German. His parents were from Germany. Okay. And he fought World War II against the Germans, so I'm sure there was something there. Mm. Uh, but never, whenever me and my sister were bad, he would yell at us, Kinder, which is German for children. Kids, oh. mm. uh, we knew to knock it off. Mm. So I know German in, in general sounds like an angry language to me. It does. It's like Klingon a little bit, right? I mean, it does sound super angry. Yeah, they can be saying something super nice, and you're like, oh, "Am I in trouble?" I think there's videos about that out there. Is where there? They, there is. Yeah, yes. and see, the, it's, it just yeah, sounds angry. I had to look it up before <laughs> I said it because. <laughs> Um, when we were in, I don't know, it's like middle school, it's like seventh grade. Uh, we were obsessed with KFC, it was like KFC jokes, fried chicken was, I, I have no idea. No idea. <laughs> what is he talking about? I don't We know. made a ton of KFC of jokes. KFC, like the chicken place? Yes, like the chicken place. And so we were like trying to figure out how to say it in German. Sure. And it's a uh, gebratenes hun. Okay. That's fried chicken in German. So yep. we would run around saying like Kentucky Gebratenes. That <laughs> like, sounds metal. It does yeah. sound metal. German yeah. sounds metal. Yeah. I had to think about that. But mm. that was like the first thing I ever learned how to say in <laughs> German was fried chicken. <laughs> I still remember das Eichenbrau ist kaputt, which means my eyebrow is broken. Mm. That's I learned that in seventh grade. I don't even uh, know what that means. But okay. ich, ich mag mich. Is, uh, I like milk. 
I think. Schmuck Mish. This is Mish right here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, my my German is only through uh, the band Rammstein. Oh yeah, Du Hast. Du Hast. Mesh. I hate mm-hmm. you. Isn't that right? Mm-hmm. Isn't I, I don't do know. Du Hast. I hate. Isn't that right? Yeah. I sure. don't know. I'm 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 like ninety eight percent sure. I think that's right. So Prost Brewing is located at 2540 19th Street, Denver, Colorado. I've been to a lot of breweries in Denver. I have not been to this place, oh. unfortunately. They seem to have a very, very deep, rich German tradition history. Yeah. I I don't know, and I couldn't confirm this. I want to say this brewery was established in Germany and then transplanted in Denver. Whoa. I think that's correct. That's cool. If that's the case, next time I'm in Denver, I'm going there. Well, once you taste this, you're going to go there. Okay. I have had one of or two of their beers before. Yeah. Their Kolsch and their Pilsner, and uh-huh. I have not liked them. Ooh. You're going to like this so, one. And I have avoided this. So uh, one of our... One of the uh, very popular Atlas watering holes, mm-hmm. which we could walk to right now, yeah. has had this untapped, and, and unfortunately, I have r- avoided it. I know. I told you to knock it off. But I will drink it today, maybe. We'll okay. see. For lunch. I don't I don't know yet. So uh, they also- Oh, Dolan says, hmm. Mm-hmm. He's got a little smile mm-hmm. in his eye, I saw there. A little twinkle. Open Monday through Thursday, noon to 10. Monday through Thursday. Okay. Noon to 10. That's pretty good. That's good. Friday noon to eleven, All Saturday right. eleven to eleven, yep, and Sunday eleven to eight. That's a pretty good drinking hours. Those are great. Yeah. Those are German drinking hours. That right works. There. Uh, they also have locations in Fort Collins and Highlands Ranch. So if you're familiar with Denver, they uh, they got a couple different locations you can go to. Nice. Right on their website, right when you log in, it says "Drink like a German." It says it right on the can. Yep. Drink Does like it? a German. Yes. With the ram's head down there underneath there. Mm. I can tell you, I don't like the smell of it. Oh no, no. Okay, well, it's it's uh different from last week's two beers that we had is for it? sure. It's yeah. definitely darker in color than the. Okay, but but it tastes good, smokes, right? That's good. Yeah. Okay. Wow. 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 Double wow. <sighs> yeah. Right. We got a double oh. wow on that one. That first drink was so fantastic. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I think uh, I'll go through just a couple of their awards that I've noted. Okay. Uh, their Keller Pills, which maybe you had. I think these are, they're either World Beer Cup or Great American Beer Festival. I can't, I didn't write that okay. part down, but I think it's, might be World Beer Cup. Um, gold 2013. They're Vice Beer, so they're Wheat Beer. Yep. Gold in 2015 and Silver in 2016. Uh, Pilsner, the North German style. Got okay. Silver in 2020. I did write down the three different areas that you talked about. Here's their ABVs on the beers that they had um, that weren't necessarily in cans. They just came to Nebraska um, distribution-wise. Here's some of the ones that I wrote down that I didn't see in cans. Maybe they are, but these are also ones that they just have on tap at the brewery location. They have a Dunkel. I didn't get it because we were going to do the Boiler Dunkel, but they do have one. It's 5.6. Interesting. Uh, They have a Hef. Their Weiss beer is 5%. They have a Grapefruit Rattler that's 4%. Their Kolsch is 4.8. Mm. This Marzen is 58 
Here's a style that I really enjoy, but you don't see it too much. It's an IPL. Uh, so an India yes. Pale Lager. Yeah. 6%. Then they have a Vienna Lager, so more traditional style. That's 5.4. And then the Pilsner is 4.9, so like a Budweiser or whatever. Hmm. I got to tell you, I don't like the smell, but the taste is great. Hmm. I, I, I don't know. No, that's okay. I've had... I've had the Kolsch, maybe, and th- maybe that's why. And they have a didn't they have a Czech Pilsner too? I thought probably they, had a, they yeah. had a Czech Pilsner that was maybe a little too, a uh, little too bitter, bitter, yeah, for me. Maybe um, I wanted one thing out of a Pilsner, and I got something different. And maybe that's the Czech style. I don't know. I'm not going to argue with them. They clearly know more about brewing than I do. I'm just going by what I like and what I don't like. I found some more of my notes at the bottom. These are the ones I wrote that were beers that are not canned. So some of those that I did say were canned. Obviously, we're drinking one. They have a Hellas that's not canned, mm-hmm. an Alt beer, their Berliner Weiss, a Hellas Bach, and a Bohemian Pilsner. Oh, interesting. Which I'd be interested to see what that is. I would is. definitely try that. What's an Alt beer? I don't know. I've never heard of it. I've seen life. it before. Like I've yeah. seen Alt beer spelled in the traditional A-L-T-B-I-E-R. Yeah. yeah. That but must I, be a German thing. I don't know. I don't think I've ever... I know that they have it at... Uh, what's the German... Barchen. <clears throat> oh, oh, in, yeah. Uh, yeah. in Benson. Benson down yeah. here. Yeah, yeah. A good place I, I've go. seen a couple of those. I was just there a couple weeks ago. So, Here's the food choices or some of the options that I wrote down. They have something that's just called The Board, which comes with three meats, oh. three cheeses, Pretzel bites with fondue. You can also get some house pickles, which they make there. Mm. And then their Prost coleslaw. Uh, Sammy's schnitzel, which is a crispy pork dish mm, that they make. Yeah. A Donner kebab, which is lamb and lamb bacon. No, I don't like oh. the name already. I, it, no, that's a bad name. The Wait. Donner Party? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. I mean, yeah. well... If you're into but kebabs, that, though. I, I mean, if they make kebabs out of the Donner Party, I'd probably eat <laughs> Kebabs are one of my like favorite like oh, things to go eat. Look, I like kebabs. And it's so weird. Like In U.S., it's not a big thing. But if you're like in England, yeah, kebabs are everywhere. Like That's what you're getting. Mm. That's the like the main... They call it takeaway. That's their fast food. Hmm. Kebabs are everywhere. I had some uh, rabbit kebabs, actually, in... At, oh, my gosh, yeah. In uh, Russia... In Moscow, yeah, at a weird sort of like outdoor mall place, okay. yeah, that sold like rat hats and oh. knockoff Rolexes sure. and stuff like that. <laughs> and then they were like making like rabbit kebabs and stuff. It was delicious. Don't yeah. tell my wife; she, oh. she would be super ha- not happy. Did she with me. eat one? <laughs> no, okay. no, no, no. I didn't know if you got her one and you didn't tell her what it was. I went, oh, okay. I had gone back in, so we our, our driver took us there. We mm-hmm. walked around and stuff, looked at all the knockoff Rolexes and stuff sure. like that. The Rolex. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and then I had gone back and I'm like, eh, maybe I really want to buy one of these weird hats. Yeah. And the driver's like, oh, sure, you go back and look at whatever. A Russian rat hat. Anyway, so I looked at the rat hats. That's a whole different story. <laughs> anyway, walked past this place and it smelled fantastic. I'm like, Stomach okay, I'll like, get one. Oh, stop. And this was, this was when we had just gotten there. So I, I didn't really know. I didn't understand the, the the rubles to dollars or whatever. Mm. I just knew I had a pocket full of rubles, and so I just held, Here, held my, my hand out yeah. <laughs> with a with a bunch of coins in it. Uh-huh. And he picked through the coins and he took a couple of them and he handed me this rabbit kebab. Yeah, and I ate it and it was fantastic. And then I went back to the car and I never told her. This is actually one of the first Uh-oh. times I've ever told that story because she would be so angry well, with me. Just don't let her listen oh, to this. She man. doesn't. She thinks I'm weird when I listen to the podcast when. 
yeah. when it comes out and I listen to it, she's like, why are you listening to yourself? <laughs> For notes. You have to get better. I guess, right. That's, um, that's the voice in my head when I hear it. What? She sounds like Mark Simpson. <laughs> <laughs> that is excellent. Yeah. Uh, some of the sausages they have. Mm. Bratwurst. Mm. Yes. Knackwurst. You ever heard of those? What are knackwurst? No. I don't know. I've just heard of it. I know it's a German-style sausage. Okay. Currywurst. Okay. So, oh. you know, it's I very, think Dolan probably like that. Very Indian. Okay. And then yeah. buffalo cheddar slash jalapeno. Oh. So they can get those there as well. <laughs> right now. All day. Right now. Just bring them. Mm-hmm. This came right off their website. Our Marzen is brewed to be enjoyed as the high mountain nights turn cold and the trees become awash in autumn colors. They got a poet working there. Absolutely. Nice. Good Lord. I like that. A seasonal beer, B-I-E-R, mm-hmm. with a cult following. Our creamy, rich, and malty Marzen is a Rocky Mountain autumn in your glass. I feel like that's pretty spot on. I want to go there right now. It tastes real good. I, this uh, has changed my mind like about it. This has absolutely changed my mind about this brewery. 100%. Hmm. 100%. Now, yeah, I kind of want to try some of the other ones. Maybe the Dunkel mm. or something like that. Well, uh, my friend at Rambo's Longhorn Liquors in Estes Park, uh-huh. Colorado, carries a ton of this. I'll bring some back for us. There we go. So, hmm. yep. Dolan, what do you think? I think it's great. I mean, boom. again, it's another... Uh, Mars and I mean it's it's another Oktoberfest, mm-hmm. you will that you can just drink a ton of. Yeah, five point eight percent. It's really the best thing about Oktoberfest beers is you're supposed to get them in the gallon jug. Yeah, yeah. You got to lift it with two hands. It's almost like style within a style mm-hmm. kind of beer, right? I mean, you can have we could have ten of these and they'd all be a little different. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That's kind of I think one of the fun things about the regionality of it, really, especially the German ones, is just a little bit different. You know, each place they make it tastes a little different just from the ingredients or mm-hmm. the malts or whatever they're using. So, and maybe not in in COVID times, but like this is the type of the beers that I would love to do boots with my friends. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I. This, is, this, this would be easy. If this warmed up a little, it would still be pretty good. You oh, know what yeah. I mean? It's one right. of those kind of beers. So I wanted to understand what the German purity law was. Okay. I wanted to understand the Reinheitsgebot. Okay. There, that was pretty good. We've done three years worth of Oktoberfest. Is this yeah. right? This is our third year this is of third year, yeah. celebrating Oktoberfest, Oktoberfest yes. on the on the Beer with Atlas podcast. So I wanted to really understand what that was because we've talked about it so many times and we've touched on it a little bit. Uh, and I thought, okay, what better than to, if we're going to talk about a legit German roots brewery yeah. outside of the ones that we've actually had from Germany, sure. right, in years past, let's talk about it now. So, the origins of Marsden, which you kind of talked about last week, mm-hmm. uh, include strict Bavarian ordinances. Yes, and I looked up Bavaria and that you know that region of the country, of the world or, or you know where that where that is. Yeah, uh, Oktoberfest and the desire to drink beer all day long in fifteen. <laughs> well, that's me. Yeah, I was gonna say us. Why? Us. It's always Oktoberfest. In 1553, a decree proclaimed no beer could be brewed in, B- in Bavaria from April to September, which yeah. seems crazy to me. Yeah. Crazy. You brought that up, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, you couldn't do it. It was against the law. It might not be good enough, so you can't do it. The understandably frustrated Bavarians came up with 
Marsens. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which comes from Mars, which means March in Germany. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, this tasty beer was brewed in March and could be safely stored in cellars all year long, which we kind of knew yeah. already, right? So the purity law, Reinheitsgebot, the most influential predecessor of the modern Reinheitsgebot was a law first adopted in the Duchy of Munich, the Duchy. Mm, past the duchy on the left hand side. Uh, right. I don't know what that is. I mean, in. Drop that song in there, Dolan, right there. <laughs> past the duchy on the left hand side? Mm-hmm. That's an 80s one hit one. You'll find it. Yep. Uh, after. It, it, this was in 1487. Dang. 1487. Yep. Okay. After Bavaria was reunited, apparently they were broken up at one uh-huh. point. Huh. They were reunited. The Munich law was adopted across the entirety of B- Bavaria. In April of 1516, which should sound familiar, right? Yes. We've yeah. talked about this. According to the 1516 Bavarian law, the only ingredients that could be used in the production of beer were water, barley, and hops. That's three, it. Three things. Wow. Now, I thought, wait a minute. You need yeast. Something's got to yeah, eat the right? sugar to create the alcohol, uh-huh. right? They just said, okay, here's the deal. Yeast occurs naturally in nature, so mm-hmm. we don't include that. Yeah. Okay, fine. I get it. Like that, that fine. You sure. could make the same excuse for water, but okay. So it's like <laughs> three with an asterisk. Now, if you broke the law, yeah. This is what happened. Oh boy. So I took it right from the text of the law. So I actually found the law, which is quite long. Yeah. And very uh German. Sure, yeah. Yep. Uh if this is from the text. If this is not adhered to, the punishment stated below shall be administered. Oh boy. Should any person brew or otherwise have so you couldn't brew it. You couldn't even own it okay. at the time. Other beer than March beer, so a Marsden, it is not to be sold any higher than one fenning per mass. I don't know what the hell that yeah. is. So they even set the price, right? Yeah. You couldn't sell it for more than one fenning per mass. Yeah. I don't know. Furthermore, I, so, I like that, that was very British. Right? That was that <laughs> yeah, was that very. Was, that was. Furthermore, <laughs> furthermore, we wish to emphasize that in all futures, in all cities, markets, towns, and in the country, and this is in bold, the only ingredients used for brewing the beer must be barley, hops, and water. Whosoever knowingly disregards or transgresses upon this ordinance shall be punished by the court's authority, confiscating such <laughs> barrels of beer without fail. They steal your beer. Nice. Yeah. So if you're making, if so you're, what do they do? They steal it and then they go <laughs> and, and like party. <laughs> Hell yeah, they do. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I mean, what a way to get free beer. <laughs> they had it figured out. Yeah. yeah. So if you're making milkshake IPAs yeah, in Bavaria in, in 1516, probably hey, executed. Yeah. This is this is not good. <laughs> Let me take that. I will take that. I will, and I will take care of this. Here. For now, you need to follow the law. <laughs> hey, bro, check out this beer that tastes terrible, this quote, is... unquote. <laughs> <laughs> we confiscated it last night. Now, I'm sure at the time, this was taken very seriously. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure. But well, it still is to this day. I mean, so every brewery that we've ever been to, known, drank their beer, is in direct violation of the German purist. Well, yeah. I don't know if everyone. Well, here's the other thing, though. Like, uh, I bet you the Prost is following <laughs> okay, the rules. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're right. But uh, but here's the thing too. Like, I, 
if it weren't for that, would there be a huge like uh, following under Oktoberfest if if it weren't for that? Like this style of beer. Oh, it I definitely mean, plays into the history. Right. Yeah. Right. I mean, I I don't think if they were allowed like openness or whatever, I don't know if it would be the same today. Yeah, true, right. Like Oktoberfest would not be what it is. Oh no. If they didn't have those those strict guidelines, which is I don't know, kind of cool that we can still enjoy that. You got to have rules to break the rules, right? Right. right. So you got to start somewhere. I well, guess. it's like it, 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 like writing, right? I like to write, uh, and you, you can only break the rules if you know the rules. Sure. Yeah. Thing, right. Right. You right. St- you start. You start a sentence with and. Yeah. Oh, you know, you you're end not a, supposed to do that. No, absolutely no, not. Yeah, you end as you end a sentence with a preposition, mm. like that, those types of things. If you understand the rules, and then you break them correctly, that's okay. Hmm. okay. It's it's not right. So. Anyway, I, I, I think you're absolutely right, though. I, I think these guys in particular probably strictly follow that. You're not seeing, we're not going to get weird IPAs out nope. of these guys at all, right? We're not going to get, uh, you know, raspberry wheats and nope. stuff like that. Similar to the KC Beer Co. Mm. Mm-hmm. Very similar to that, I would, yep. I would say. Here's the research I did for this episode. Okay. The history of brats. Because what goes better, right? What's My goodness. German. You got to have sausages, right? Yes. You got to have oh, bratwurst. Yes. So traditionally, German bratwurst is made either from veal, beef, or pork, or a combination of the three. Okay. Uh, a brat, the word basically breaks down in German. Brat means finely chopped meat, and worst means sausage. So that's what bratwurst means. Um, they make them traditionally pan fried or roasted. Mm. Not a whole lot of skewers or open flames. Boiling? They don't boil them. No. Oh. Mm. The earliest recipe that they can find that talks about brats is two two eight A.D. That's a long time ago. Two hundred and twenty eight A.D. Yes. Wow. Uh, the first brat in Germany was in thirteen thirteen wow. in Nuremberg. Okay, which you've heard of. Sure. Um. Back then, there was this, you know, we were talking about Bavaria and stuff. Well, this was Franconia. So this is pre-that dates. Holy cow. Uh, but that was the name of the area that these, um, not necessarily colonies, but maybe countries or portions of the state were from. Um, there's a bunch of different varieties of brats. So I wrote down some of these. This is like around 1400s or late 1400s. Frankenshe, so F-R-A-N-K-I-S-C-H-E, Coburger, Kolmbacher, Nuremberger, Wurzburger. Those are all different kinds of brats. Um, in Switzerland, that took off um, in 1438. That was like introduced there. And they have a famous one that's called the St. Gallen. And it comes on a round bun. So unfor- not like a hot dog bun like we're used to, almost like a hamburger bun. Oh, like, okay. Mm. But it sticks out the side, which looked weird. Uh, in the US, like USA, where all those um, people came from, all the uh, you know migrants or whatever, they're looking for a better world, a better right. life, that right. sort of place. Those people, when they came to the United States and they settled in, that's the places that are most popular for brats. Okay. So the states where if like you looked at popular restaurants or things that people order, baseball game, whatever, right. these are where you're going to find brats the most in the United States. Wisconsin. Mm. Michigan, 
Minnesota, Ohio, Indiana, Iowa, and Missouri. Kind of surprised me, but there's a lot of Germans in Missouri. Missouri? Yeah. Wow. So that's okay. where they're going to go. Interesting. Um, let's see. Uh, Sheboygan, Wisconsin mm. yep. popularized the brats. Like that was kind of their, where in the United States they became a, a thing that people would know about in the 1920s. So we're talking depression time. These brats had such a high fat content that when the uh, butchers would make them, you had to get them that day. You'd, you'd go in in the morning and order five or six or whatever you're going to do. Sure. And you had to pick them up later because they would spoil so fast because they were so high in fat, which makes them delicious. I mean, that's what sausage is, a lot of fat. I have enjoyed a Sheboygan sausage at Wrigley Field. There you go. In the uh, right center field bleachers. Yeah. Mm. And they, I can, I can attest they are delicious. Pretty good. Absolutely. Um, 1954, this guy named Bill Sperling, he decided, you know what? I want to bring brats to the Major League Baseball. Right there. Milwaukee Braves. Oh. That yeah. was the first place. Early. 35 cents a piece. That's how much they cost. That's a deal. He cooked them. You go to the stadium and you'd walk in there, and it was in like a special mixture of tomato sauce, green pepper, and onions. Like that's how they cooked them. It's almost like a boiling. Oh. So like boiled sauce. The kind of sounds almost like Italian to me. Right. It's very Italian sauce and peppers and whatnot. Uh, And then the last thing I did was I wanted to talk about the brat races. At the at Miller Park. At Miller Park, right? yeah. Well, is it Miller Park? It's like, well, I don't know if it is like, anymore, but... It's, it's Wrigley North now. Well, that's what you you say. Yeah. Um, Miller Park sells more brats than hot dogs. Doesn't surprise me. Which, mm. it doesn't really, but it kind of does, because hot dogs are like America, right? Um, the racing sausages started in the early 90s. Mm-hmm. There was three to start with. Brat was the first one. Okay. Polish dog was two, and Italian was number three. Okay. In 2001, Miller Park opens. Um, they bring over those three, and then also in 1996, Hot Dog shows up, number four. Okay. They run the races for six years. Mostly they were on screen as like a graphic, kind of okay. like how the Royals do it now. Mm, yeah. 2007, chorizo shows up. Oh. A little spicy, you know? Sure. Yum. And uh, they start actually running physical races with people in costumes. Mm-hmm. And that's how that goes. Um, and then I did this season. I tallied the wins. They had they actually have a website for this. You can track this. You could probably bet this, I bet. Uh, oh, I'm sure you could. So as of 8-8, so about a month ago, 21. Okay. Here's who has won the races at Milwaukee. Brat has won nine times. Chorizo has won three times. Hot dog, 22. Italian, 12. Polish dog, 13. This seems fixed. It does. It seems They're fixed. They're trying to get rid of the German heritage and just right. bring it to America. This hot is... dog, 22, no way. Look, I know I don't like <laughs> the brewers in the first place. This makes me like, like the brewers even less. Uh-huh. So, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, <sighs> it's kind of like in Atlanta where they have the Frozone race. Have you mm, seen this? Yes. Oh, like, yeah. Where the guy runs real fast. Mm-hmm. He's like a world-class sprinter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. These guys are not that. <sighs> the president race in uh, at Nationals Park yeah, there Senators, in Washington. Yeah. 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 But it also doesn't kind of surprise me. I, 
I mean, I don't know. I'm not a huge baseball fan, but when I think of baseball, I think of hot dogs right away. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but you're in you're in Wisconsin. This is this is that Sheboygan. I mean, that's ground uh, zero for brats. Right. Right. Yeah, that's true. Right. True. I wonder if you're if because like where we're from, brats is a thing. But if yeah. you live in like Nevada, do you okay. get brats at the grocery store? Sure. I don't know. Oregon, yeah. Washington, Florida. Right. Like, is that right. a thing? I no. doubt it. Maybe it's just because we're so Midwest, we're used to brats. I don't know. But why don't you mm. embrace your history, though? Embrace who you are. That's, I mean, sure. I mean, for me, if I had a choice between a hot dog and a brat, brats all day. All day. Got flavor. All day. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I like me some brats. I'm so hungry. Me yeah, too. That happens. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just yeah. But embrace who you are. You are you you are your 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 beer and your bratwurst yeah. and you know Be yeah. the brat. Um, yeah. yeah. Let yeah. the brats win. Mm. So in Kansas City they have like it's like condiment race. It's like ketchup, mustard, relish, some other salsa I think is in there. Barbecue sauce? Is there barbecue should sauce? Be. Well, should be. If it's not, it should so. be. I haven't been to a game in a few years, right. so I, I can't tell you, but <laughs> yeah. that's how they do it. Mm. Sadly, here in Omaha, at the uh, Omaha Storm Chasers, it's the Scooter's Coffee Race. So it's what? coffee. Uh, Chai tea. Yeah. Oh, boy. Uh, uh, cinnamon roll and some other bullshit. Snickerdoodle. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. Scooter doodle, I think they yeah. call it, actually. <laughs> and it used to be an actual race on the field. Like, they would dress people up and race mm-hmm. them on the field. And now, obviously, thanks, COVID, it's on the, can't have it's on the video running. board and it's stupid. So, yeah. yeah. Boo. Yeah, it's not great. No. No. Grumpy old man. I only vote. For, I always vote for cinnamon roll because he's got a big head. Well, yeah, I mean. I don't know. <laughs> I think he's the funniest looking. So, and I has don't like. He, has I, he won? I, he has. He's won a little bit. Yeah. I don't necessarily like Scooter's coffee so much. So I will root against the coffee. Oh. Gotcha. Okay. I like this beer. Holy smokes, this is good. Yeah. You Here's just what, keep coming up with more beers. Every time I look over, your glass is getting refilled. Full. Mine's gone. I enjoy this time of Bummer. year. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Well, it's close. <laughs> uh, here's what's fun about this beer. As you drink it mm-hmm. and as it warms up, it almost g- gains some bitterness. Yeah. Which I missed in the beginning, kind of. Sure. Okay. And then so as it has warmed up, it has kind of gained some of that. Which is fun. It's, I don't. So does that change your impression? Like no. you like it more or less? I, or? I like it more. Oh, right. Wow. It hasn't changed my impression of the beer overall. But it has, it's kind of reinforced, like Dolan had said before, you could drink a big one of these. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. You know, that's, and, and it would almost change over time and, you know, that type of yeah. thing. So, so where do you rank this one as far as Marzins go, would you say? <sighs> if this was in your general rotation now that it's in Nebraska. I mean, it's, it is, oh, it's right up there. It's, it's between this, uh, the one we had last week from Cosmic mm-hmm. Eye, which is, you know, very similar style. Uh, Sam Adams, it's just a go-to. Yeah, right. I mean, but because it's just everywhere. Yeah, uh, you can, yeah. Buy twelve packs or whatever that. I would. I would be very happy to grab this off the shelf, yeah. though, without a doubt. Yeah. So far, this out of the three that we've done so far, yeah. this would be my second favorite. Yeah, mm-hmm. for Next sure. To the Interesting. You like that dunk? Oh, I did. I Man. did. I think we we broke him. Remember how innocent we fixed and, him. Well, I think okay. we fixed him. All right, you <laughs> go with that. We just changed his computing. Maybe That's you're right. All right, TripAdvisor. Okay, uh, four out of five. Only four out of five. 
right? Mm. On 60 reviews. Yeah. And Ooh. Here's the thing. Like sometimes, remember a couple of weeks ago when I picked out the dumb review? Yeah. All right. Like, we didn't have dog water. Yeah. yeah. So, I, I couldn't that. find the bathroom. There's yeah. too many flavored beers. Right. That type <laughs> yeah. of thing. Uh-huh. There were some dumb ones on there. Like uh-huh. people that just didn't understand what German beers were. So I was sure. like, forget it. I'm not going to know. There's the IPA. Yeah. It, 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 right. Yeah. Uh, here's the one I picked out Best German beer in the States. Huh. Ah. That's a lot of breweries. That's a lot of breweries. So that's bold. Wow. Uh huh. In our experience, the beer here is comp- is comparable to the beer in Germany. Okay, so if you say that, maybe I would hope that you have You've been actually to been Germany. There. Yeah, right. The Hefeweizen is particularly good. That's next level because I don't like Hefeweizens. Yeah, that's if if you if, if you, you do, can yeah right then and you compare it to a German Hefeweizen. Okay, sure, fine, or a Czech or you know that type of thing. Yeah, parking is a bit of a problem. Well, you're in Denver, duh. It's always going to be a problem. Right? You could say that about Coors Field. You could say that about uh, Elix Gardens. You could say that about any place you Mm -hmm. go in Denver. Parking is a problem, duh. Yeah. So there you go. I I will go here. I will make it a point to go here Hmm. next time I'm in Denver. I'm surprised my brother hasn't been here. I mean, it's a place, it sounds like. This maybe this is seasonal, but some of the other ones are not. Like you're getting German style beers year round, mm-hmm. which normally what we're getting them here is just Oktoberfest, you know. Mm-hmm. So the breweries around here, like let's say Cosmic Eye, mm-hmm. they're cranking that one out once a year. For this place, this is what they do all year long. God, that'd be great. Wouldn't it be great to get mm-hmm. this all the time? Yes. Mm. My goodness. Yeah. Untapped. Uh, this is this is the first time that Untapped has failed me. Oh. Really? Uh, I don't like their new update, so I don't get an exact number of check-ins. Oh, really? It only says 7.7 thousand check-ins. 7.7. We're not talking in the millions, like 1.3 million or whatever. 7.7K. Weird. And no matter how far I dug into the app, it wouldn't give me the exact number. You know, there's an option that you can pay for untapped. What? You can actually, like, subscribe to it. And it lets you. Uh, there's some uh, one of the perks that I know of it is you can give like more exact ratings. So we are in the 0.25 scale, right? If you like give them some money, I don't know what it's for. You can go like I, this is a 4.18 for what? me, and it will what? show up on your feed as a 4.18. No. So maybe if we were in that next tier, the pay tier, we could actually see how many check-ins you got. But. Here we go, Dolan. If you win a Telly Award, yeah, for the beer podcast, oh, okay, for it. I, I will pay for. We will pay. The company will pay for us to get this next level, right? <laughs> next level, okay. I I know one, at least one one or two people that have it, and because I'll every once in a while it sticks out when you're scrolling mm-hmm. through your feed and somebody's right. like, "Oh, this is a three point eight four. You're like, "Huh? How did huh? you do that? What? First of all, how does it, do you decide three point eight four? And second of all, how do you do it?" I don't know. Yeah, that's next level. Hmm. Totally next level. That's, it's out there. I Look, as much as we've won a few tally awards here for some of the content that yeah. we've produced, it looks like it, it is that much harder to win for podcasting. I don't know. So, Well, podcasting is like a trend almost. Like yeah. Everybody yeah. everybody a started a podcast within the last five years. Right. I a feel like everybody has one. Have yeah. one. Yeah. 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 Okay, so untap 7.7 thousand check-ins not a very not a very not that 
you know, seven point seven thousand seven hundred and sixty-seven. That's seconds. what we'll say. Whatever. We'll just make the numbers <laughs> Whatever. up. Whatever. So, okay. what do you think? Do you um, think? I, I would like to know how long they've made this beer, but it seems like a long time. <laughs> Use it in a sentence, please. I want to say three point eight four. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go three eight eight. Three point seven two. Mm. Mm, that seems low. It seems seem low. Yeah. It, this maybe is more German style than we've had in the states. This yeah. is more like what we've had last year when we did like traditional sure. German Oktoberfest. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Very similar. Very yeah. very similar, but on a much smaller scale. So I don't know. It was, I, I was glad to see it show up and. I grabbed me a six pack and I'm going to grab some really more. good. Really good. I'll bring some different Prost beer back. I think it's definitely worth a try. My my initial reaction like I said in the you know at the beginning was was I didn't like this brewery. Yeah. I didn't understand this brewery mm. and now I understand it more. Open mind, right? Open palate. <laughs> Umbrella. Uh-huh. Mm. Nice. And now I'm sad because we've only got one more Oktoberfest. And then a pumpkin episode yeah, for Halloween. Yeah, we do. Well, here's here's the thing. Okay. We're going to Germany for the next episode. Mm. And there's two beers from this brewery. And this brewery's been around for over 600 years. Yes. So we're going to get traditional with it. It's a mm. fantastic way to end. Yeah. All right. And then pumpkins after that. Yep. Multiple which, pumpkin beers. Last year, I spilled a Yum. pumpkin beer all over my laptop. Yeah, it wasn't great. It was not. That was the last time you brought the laptop in for notes. Now they're printed out. Yeah. Luckily, we're all here in the same room now again doing the, like we should be doing. So. That's true. All right, fellas. We're not going anywhere for a while. Let's have another beer. Thank you for listening to A Beer with Atlas. Special thanks to our brand team for producing the show. Each episode of A Beer with Atlas is powered by Atlas Medstaff, an industry leader in travel healthcare staffing.